What's crack a lack in my Tragadonians? Oh, what's up? Sorry. Uh, welcome to another chapter of Tragedy Plus Time equals Danny Martin. Boy, that's a mouthful. Welcome to chapter 11. We're going to talk about skateboarding today. Tonight's chapter is called, Can You Do a Kickflip? It's a common question skateboarders get. It's the only trick people seem to know. It's kind of interesting. Um, 11 chapters. Wow. Look at us go. A couple of you have uh, been along for the journey. A couple of you left early on, but that's okay. We're going to keep trudging on. So that's what we do. We can't end this podcast. We can't have a podcast about things ending. End. It's just, I don't know. It's ironic, I guess. I don't know. But it could happen someday. I don't know. I don't know where this podcast is going. Certainly has gone farther than I thought it would. But we're going to keep it going. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Bombay Sapphire Dry Gin. Whenever I go to a friend's house, I'm like, man, can I get a gin and tonic? He's like, ah, all I got is Bombay Sapphire. Is that okay? I'm like, yay. That's Bombay Sapphire Dry London Gin or London Dry Gin. One of the two. Bombay Sapphire does not support this podcast, but uh, good gin. Just try it out. Maybe uh, a little bit of tonic, a little weight of lime in there and uh, have yourself a night. Like I said earlier, we're going to talk about skateboarding. I have skateboarded for quite a bit of my lifetime. I'm going to talk about that and how it's kind of fizzled out of my life as I've gotten older, even though I refuse to admit it and how I said when I was younger that I would never stop doing it. But, you know, life happens and I was an idiot. I don't know. Uh, anyway, yeah, let's get going. This here's a podcast about Danny Martin Not finishing the things that he started Kind of like writing the lyrics to this song Tragedy plus time equals Danny Martin That's the title of this show Now we're starting Skiddly bop 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 boo bop da bop boo Back from theme song i guess i don't know welcome back it's not like we went to a commercial break uh chapter 11 skateboarding huh you guys a fan i'm a fan i like skateboarding we've done it for a good portion of my lifetime uh i was pretty decent at it you know not to not to brag i wasn't great certainly a lot of people better than me otherwise i mean if i was great at it obviously you know maybe i would have gone to do it professionally but i uh but I didn't. And here I am sitting making a podcast about how it didn't work out. So, yeah. Anyway, started skating when I was a, a young lad in the, my hometown that I'm st still living in. Um, I don't remember how old I was when I started, to be quite honest with you. I think I was in um, maybe towards the end of elementary school to the start of start of middle school. Yeah, somewhere in that window when I started skating. Uh, my brother, my older brother, I think, I think in my neighborhood, it was like kind of big, like a lot of, a lot of people skated. It was definitely, my older brother definitely did and his friends. So that's kind of how I got into it. And like skateboards are expensive too. So obviously my parents couldn't afford getting both of us one. So I think they got me like a fake one right out of the gate. They got me one of those mongoose skateboards. If you're not familiar with a mongoose skateboard, it's like the cheapest fucking thing ever. Like it's like made out of like that, um, you know, that like wood that's like, it breaks apart. It's like particle board or something. Yeah. That sounds about right. It's like made out of that. And then like the board now, traditionally in a skateboard, it like on the top of it where the grip tape is, it like caves in a little bit. So there's like a curve to it. 
and it caves in so you could like do tricks on a mongoose skateboard it like the curve comes out so it's like i got like a bevel top to it which is like the worst thing to use when you're skateboarding but it's uh obviously my parents didn't want to invest a lot of money into a real skateboard because they didn't know how how much i would uh enjoy it or if i would continue with it so i had the mongoose skateboard for a little bit and uh and then i think eventually i got handed down my brother's i don't know, i don't know if it was he might have got a new one or um given up on the sport but um yeah i don't know I, my buddy skateboarded a lot of my really great friends that's how i met them through skateboarding and i really like i really liked it like i never growing up i never really took a liking to like other sports too much like or as much as skateboarding I don't know what it is. It's kind of like the T like baseball or football or something like that. There's kind of like some sort of like expectation. To, I don't know from people that like to be, to do things. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like skateboarding was just like very laid back. You can, you progress at your own point. You just, you just do it. Like there's no, there's no expectation from you. So the, I don't know. I just like enjoyed it more. It was more relaxed and you just kind of ride around, hang around with your friends, you know, do tricks. And I just, I really liked that. I didn't like baseball so much. Like I, I like it a little bit, but um, just, it's just, it's kind of boring to me, football to really anything, any kind of team sports. And like um, baseball is like really fun to do by yourself. I know that kind of sounds sad. Not um, shit, baseball. What the fuck am I talking about? Skateboarding is really fun to do by yourself. Like you don't need a group of people. It's not really like a team sport that you can kind of make it a team sport. Um, but it's, yeah, it's fun. You can, you can just, it's like something to do, you know, it's a pretty good workout too. Um, just like skating around cause you know, it's kind of like cardio sort of. Um, and it's just fun to just like ride around. They're like super enjoyable. I have actually had this problem. I've skated so long or for so long that, uh, one of my quads, my right quad is much, much more muscular than my, my left one. And that's just from the way I skated. So I was, <laughs> I was Mongo, which is, um, not like the best type of, it's a type of stance of skateboarding. So there's a, there's a few different types of stances. You have regular, which is if you're, um, you, you would push with your right leg and your left leg would be on the, like kind of forward on the board. So if you're standing on the board, your left leg's in front and your right leg's in the back, that's regular stance. And then goofy, which would be the opposite of that. So you're, uh, right legs forward and your left foot is back. And there's no real, there's no real correlation. I don't, I don't think to right handed and left handed that I know of. Cause I know people that are goofy and I think they're right handed, but I could be wrong. So it's really just, um, it's whatever you felt comfortable with. And then, so there's regular goofy and then there's Mongo, which would, which I was, it's kind of, it's kind of frowned upon to be Mongo, but it was like the only way I could skate. And what Mongo is, is it's like, so I would push with my right, would I push? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I would push with my left leg, but then my left leg would end up being the top leg on the board as if I was regular. So normally in regular, you would push with your right leg, but like I would push with my left and then my left would become the top foot on the board into a regular position, which is it's like backwards really. And it's no surprise that I was cause I'm kind of backwards in other, in most aspects of my life. But, uh, and it's like super, 
it's not efficient. It's not an efficient way to skate. I was, I got like really good at it rather than like figuring out that I was skating Mongo and trying to fix it. I just got like really good at skating Mongo and it just makes it harder to do tricks or trying to get set up for tricks. Cause it's kind of like an added step to get set up to do a trick. So I've skated like that my whole life. And so because of that, my right quad is much stronger or much more muscular. It's probably stronger too. It's much more muscular than my, than my left leg. And it's like visibly so because when I, when you're pushing on a skateboard, whatever leg that you're is on the board while you're pushing, you're putting your weight on that leg. So your leg is taking the majority of the weight of your body weight. So it's going to get stronger. You would think that the leg that you're pushing with might get stronger, but it's really, it's really just kind of projecting you forward. Whereas your, your other leg is holding you up. So because of skating Mongo, my, uh, my right leg is just like way, way muscular than my left. And it's, it's been a problem for years and I've tried to fix it. And like, I don't even skate anymore and I can't fix it. Like I've tried to go to the gym and then like do like isolation exercises. So like you work in your right and your leg kind of independently. But even then it's like, I'd have to, I don't know. My, my right leg is so much more jacked than my left leg that I'd have to like stop work, somehow stop working out my right leg and just work on my left leg for however many years I was skating or I don't know, maybe, maybe less, maybe I could do it in less time, but it's just a, it's a, it's a thing that I, I deal with all the time. It's not like a, I don't know. It's not, it's not that inconvenient. It's just like, it just looks awkward for me, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm the only one that really notices it and the only one that really has a problem with it, but I've tried, I've been trying to fix it my whole life. But anyway, uh, yeah, I started skating pretty young and that's how, like I said, that's how I've met a lot of my friends and, you know, we would just skate all the time. That was just like the thing to do. Like, that's how we filled our time. Like I, as you get, as you get older as an adult, I don't know. I always think about like, man, what the, what the hell did I do? Like what, you know, if I'm like bored or something like, I'm like, why, what, how did I fill my time? And I would just skate for hours. Like, you know, whether, whether it was with my buddies or whatever, and we would go to parks and just even, I was what, uh, what you would call a street skater. So there, there's two types of skating. There's street invert. I don't know if there's another one. I'm pretty sure there's just two. Uh, street is kind of, you know, you incorporate ramps and stuff, but it's more like, kind of flat surface, some ramps, um, you know, doing tricks on flat surfaces kind of, and then there's vert, which is like those half pipes you see, or, you know, the huge ass ramps that you see. Um, and like Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk's a vert skater. So he's constantly going up, up and down the, um, up and down the ramps. And, uh, so I was primarily in the street cause there's not a lot of, um, there's not a lot of big skate parks around here in Massachusetts. I mean, there is, but like, when you're that age and you don't have a car or anything like that, you don't have a lot of access to them. So, um, I primarily became street. And when I would skate, I would either go out into the, into the street, into, you know, the street out in my front yard and just practice tricks there. Or I would, uh, go down to the local park and just skate in the tennis courts. Um, because like smooth surfaces, uh, smooth surface on skateboards is like fantastic. Anytime you can find a smooth surface, it was like the best thing ever. So like, uh, you know, if you ever see skaters kind of skating in random spots or whatever, it's cause it's like, it's either like a really great s surface to skate on or like there's a nice, um, 
there's a nice ledge to do tricks on, or, you know, there's a set of stairs to do tricks down or something like that. So like, like the worst things to do are gravel. Like my, my street outside my house is gravel and it was okay, but it was just like, not as, not as good as like say a tennis court, which is like smoothly, smoothly paved or like a basketball court or something like that. Um, what else is good? Marble's kind of good. It's kind of slippery, but it's smooth. Um, cement's not bad. If you can find like cement, that's not like broken up, like on the sidewalk by like squares, like going, going across that is kind of annoying. Um, if you have bigger tires, it's not as bad, but if you're going, if you're skating down a sidewalk, it's kind of, um, it's pretty annoying, but, uh, and also what else is another good brick is obviously impossible. It's not impossible. It's just like, why, why would you skate on brick? It's just crack after crack after crack. Um, is that, I mean, there's other surfaces. I go through all, all the materials that surfaces are made out of, but uh, wood is obviously pretty good because ramps are made out of wood. But um, yeah, street skater. Because that was just, I don't know. It was just the easiest thing. It was readily accessible to be a street skater. You just, you, to be a street skater, you just skate anywhere. To be a vert skater, you got to go buy fucking, or buy, you got to go find ramps. So um, did that throughout high school. And there's like this... I don't know. People just have a problem with skateboarders. I don't know. They're just like super annoyed by them. Like you can't skate anywhere. Like it, <laughs> you never see like a, a sign that says uh, no, no playing catch. Like in certain areas, it's just like no skateboarding here and no this Like There's never signs for any other types of sports. Like you can't, there's never no golf signs, maybe at a park, but like, I don't know, skateboarding, like, People just annoyed by it. And I don't, I don't understand it. I understand like, uh, like if you're in someone like on someone's property, there's like a liability of getting hurt or something like that, or like a building property. But as outside of that, like there's no, there's no, it's not like we're doing damage to anything. Um, you may wax a ledge or something like that to make it easier to grind on. But, um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. People just don't like skateboarders. And that was, that's like always a problem. Like you're trying to find a, a spot and it's always the places that, uh, you're not allowed to skate that are like the best places. And it was always a problem in school. Cause you weren't allowed to, you weren't allowed to bring your board to school, uh, in middle school, you weren't, or like you weren't allowed to have it on campus. So what we would have to do is either uh, we, we used to hide it in, in the bushes, like around the school. So there'd be like obviously shrubbery around the building of the school and we'd find like the, you know, the ones with like the most leaves on it or, or like the most coverage and just throw them in the bushes and then go to, and then go to class and then, and then fucking, then you'd have to dig your, uh, dig your skateboard out of a bush and get it like, you know, hopefully there was no thorns in it or whatever. But in, uh, or you like knew someone that lived near the school. Like I used to have a buddy or me and my buddies, we used to go to my friend Wes's house who moved away after, after middle school, but, um, he lived literally across the street from middle school and we would skate to his house in the morning, uh, wake him up, you know, <laughs> real early, me and my buddy Tony would do that. And we would just leave our boards at his house and, and, you know, just literally walk across the street to the school. So that was like super helpful at some point, but like before we knew him, we would just throw our boards in bushes because we couldn't, we weren't allowed to put them in our lockers or anything. And we weren't even supposed to have them with us. Um, I think one, I think there were a couple of times when like the custodian or whatever found the boards in the bushes. So there was a, 
it was a variety of bushes that we'd have to throw our boards into. There were, there were times when we'd have to, um, we'd throw them in like people's bushes, like just rant, like whoever was close to the school, if, a, if someone had a house close to the school and they had bushes, we would just leave our boards in there. But I think in high school, I think we were allowed to bring them in the school. We just weren't allowed. You, you're not, you can't skate on the campus. But uh, by the time we got to high school, they were quite a bit more lenient with it to the point where, you know, we could skate to school. I think by, you know, when you got to campus, you got to get off the skateboard, but you could bring it into, bring it into the, um, into the building and put it in your locker. As long as you didn't skate on the, uh, on the grounds or whatever. But even then it was like, wasn't that like, there was times I, there were a few times I skated in the school, you know, you know, they weren't too super strict about it. They like, if they saw it, they just like tell you to stop doing it. But, uh, that was a lot better. And I skated, uh, pretty much all through high school. Um, some people stopped doing it by the time they got there. You know, some friends that, you know, people moved on to different things, uh, drugs or something. I don't know. <laughs> people started doing drugs in high school and drinking, whatever. Started doing other fun things, which I don't know, which happens to everyone, I guess. Uh, but you know, I stayed pretty strong with it. Uh, I know a couple buddies of mine did and it's, it, it's a lot of fun. I, um, after high school, I don't know. I don't know how dedicated I was to it. Um, but I, I definitely still did it. I, I, you know, I still have a board now I'm looking at it right now. It's right there. And, um, so yeah, I still, I, you know, I, every once in a while to like justify the fact that I'll, I, you know, that I have never quit skateboarding. I'll, I'll take it outside. You know, if the weather's nice and I got nothing to do, I'll, I'll go, I'll go skate. Even if it's just like, uh, just riding around a little bit. Or like, I always try to do at least one trick that I could do when I was younger. And that's like, normally it's like a kickflip. Um, or I, I try to, I try to do something a little bit better than a kickflip. If I could do a, uh, a kickflip is just, uh, you pop the board and it turns towards you for one rotation. And so it kind of flips vertically for one rotate, uh, vertically, horizontally, horizontally, I guess. Yeah. Flips horizontally. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so I try to, I try to do like, I, if I can land a skateboard, great. I try to do something a little bit more complicated. There's a varial flip, which is like a kick flip, but then it flips, it does a shove it. So it's like a 180 turn with a kick flip. And then, uh, if I could do that, that's fantastic. And then the, <laughs> the one trick I, you know, I used to be able to do a 360 flip, which is a kick flip with a, 360 shove it which is the board turns 360 degrees while kick doing a kickflip um i that as the years go by i am less capable of doing that trick and my body hurts more trying to do it and but uh, if i could do that that's just like that just makes my day if i could still do a 360 flip that's just fucking fantastic um i used to be able to do them quite a bit when i was younger but obviously that dwindles away but yeah i still i still have my board like I said, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, I've always kept a board. Uh, and I, like I said, after high school, I still did it. I know I, I started running a lot. And when I was doing track, um, I kind of dialed it down a little bit because, you know, I was worried about getting hurt. And I was, you know, I took tracks pretty seriously. And, um, but, you know, I always had it just, you know, just in case someone wanted to do it. And I think after high school too, I wasn't doing much. And, you know, I, that was when I was trying to do stand up. 
or started trying to do stand up and I wasn't working. And I think that was like, I didn't have a car either. So I I think I still used that as a uh, mode of transportation for quite a while. You know, maybe not skating to the same degree I was, but I think I still used it to get around. Um, It's not, I mean, it's not much faster than walking, but it is to some degree. Um, Especially if you got like a nice road to skate on. That's another thing. Like skating on paved roads is phenomenal, especially if it's like a downhill. Downhill is so much fun. Uh, As long as you do it safe, like try not to cut through intersections that don't have stop signs because that's pretty dangerous. But going downhill is real fun. Um, And going down paved roads is just a blast. Um, But yeah, after high school, skated for a while. And then this board that I actually have now is when I went to South Carolina with uh, Jeremy and went to go visit Vinny. That was in an earlier chapter of mine, I think chapter three or four, probably three. And so I bought this board after a night of drinking, got really drunk, almost got arrested, got up. No one was at the house or I was in a guest house and everyone else was in the main house. And I just walked, I went for a walk because I, I felt pretty good. And I just went and I, I saw the skate shop a few days um a few days before like when we got there and i was like oh i'm gonna go check that out at some point and then i did and then i bought a board you know i just bought a complete which is um a complete is like when you buy all the parts in one thing which is normally not how you would do it i feel like i I have to explain everything i feel like not everyone's like a skater so like i really have to explain everything in this episode uh so when you buy a board you buy a deck which is the wooden part and everyone has a preference some are wider some are uh have like a narrow narrow narrower tail um there's just like different modifications some have more pop than others which pop is like when the nose or the tail are kind of curved more so they kind of pop stick out more I don't know, kind of like horns, I guess. Um, and then obviously the curve in the middle that I was talking about that the mongoose didn't have. Some have like a more defined curve. Like I said, some are wider, some are thinner. And uh, some are um, heavier too. So it really depends on what what you're kind of looking for. I always like the lighter board. So I like the lighter ones. Um, they're just I just felt they were easier to flip around and kind of do tricks were. And then you, uh, then you buy trucks. Trucks are the things that hold the wheels together. Um, and those are good to get light as I, I really enjoyed those light and those, those you, um, those kind of controlled how well you can maneuver the board too. So you could tighten and loosen the trucks. I like them very tight kind of to the point where they would make like, um, this like kind of, they have like bushings on them. So they'd make like a re- like a lot of like really squeaky, loud, squeaky noise. Some people like them loose because it's easier to turn. You can kind of maneuver it. But I was I liked I liked a tight truck. And then obviously attached to the truck were the wheels. Um, and those came in obviously different sizes. Bigger wheels meant that you could kind of go over things a little bit easier, like cracks in the, in the sidewalk or whatever. I liked a small wheel. Um, I don't know. I don't I think that was more kind of a, for the aesthetic. I don't know. I, I don't really know why I liked a smaller wheel, but I just did. Maybe that was easier to maneuver maneuvered too but anyway so this is why like you wouldn't buy a complete because completes like you don't really have a choice or i mean if you bought an already fabricated complete you don't really have a choice in um 
the wheels and whatnot. And then in the wheels, there's bearings. And those are obviously very important. Those determine how fast you go. And, you know, everything has like a price range too. So like the better stuff obviously is more expensive. And bearings were like, um, bearings were like a hot commodity. Like you always, everyone wanted Swiss ceramic bearings. Those are the fastest things out there. And they were expensive. They were like, I don't know, 40 bucks. I don't know. What was a lot back then for me? 40 bucks, probably maybe even more than that. But these things are like fast out of the package. Like a lot of times when you buy bearings, like you have to, you have to, um, break them in and they get faster over time. But these things were like fucking lightning out of the box and they only got faster when you broke them in. But those were, those were good. I'm trying to think of like good trucks. I had really good ones. Element, if you're familiar with Bam Margera, that's a company he skated for. Uh, I had those. I had some really light elements. What were good ones though? I'm trying to blank on names. There was Independence, but I never really skated Independence. And there's uh, just m- multiple brands of board. Uh, I was like Enjoys. Those are really good. Um, what's the big one blind is good i had my first actual skateboard was a blind uh blind skateboard it was a josh casper a lot of the a lot of boards are like uh you get a lot of pro model boards like pros make boards that are like to their specifications or to boards that they like and then they have custom artwork and whatnot so i had a lot of i had blind i had a what was what the fuck's the one with the panda on it Ah, oh, I suck. Enjoy. Enjoy was good. I had a bunch of Enjoys and those were always fantastic. They were light and they were, you know, they were perfect. But yeah, so, you know, you buy, when you buy a board or you're putting a board together, obviously the deck kind of goes faster than other things. You know, trucks kind of last a while, depending on how, how you skate. Um, wheels can last pretty good too. Uh, bearings, probably bearings in a deck kind of go, come and go. You could break a bearing pretty easily. Um, but, and then there's like different types of grip tape too, which, you know, I never really got to, and I, you know, I was never really had any brand loyalty to a specific type of grip tape. Some people were like, oh, this is the best grip tape ever. It's like, you know, they all kind of felt the same to me. But you get them in like different colors and like uh, one of the popular things to do with uh, grip tape was like you cut designs in it. Like, I don't know. A lot of people did that. They cut designs or they spray painted things on it or whatever. You kind of had your own thing. Like you you obviously had uh, artwork on the bottom of the skateboard deck. And but and then sometimes there would be like engraved things in the on the top, but normally it'd be covered by grip tape, and like you could kind of cut your grip tape around it, and you know kind of show it off a little bit, which is pretty cool. So yeah, I mean, it's you could get you could customize the hell out of your board. Like there's so many variations you could do. But I bought a complete. I bought a prefabbed complete from this store in South Carolina, and which I'd never do, never have done. But, uh, it like, it all, it like felt good. I picked it up. It felt good. Rode it around a little bit and it was just, I don't know, it's meant to be, I guess. And also I was also hung over. So I wasn't always, or I wasn't making the right choices at the time, but, uh, yeah, it was fine. You know, obviously that's the board I still have right now. It's sitting on the ground right there collecting dust. 
And uh, the next board, I actually bought a board after that when I was in the Air Force. Uh, after I go, after I went through basic training, I met a couple guys uh, when I was in uh, tech school. Tech school is the school you learn your job. Met a bunch of guys that skated, and a couple of them had boards. And you know, when you get to tech school, you get to you you get a lot of your um, a lot of free time. Like you obviously you go to school, but then like after that, you can do whatever the hell you want. Uh, so I went to a skate shop one day and I, you know, I bought a complete, this one, I, you know, I picked out everything, uh, for the life of me, I can't remember. I think it might've been an enjoy. I think I bought an enjoy. I went to some mall in Texas. That was in San Antonio, Texas, a skate shop right in the mall, uh, bought a board. Um, the only thing that sucked was, uh, if you were skating on, if you're skating on a military base, uh, you have to wear a helmet. And, uh, I, I, never worn a helmet, um, my entire life, like uh, doing, or, uh, skateboarding. I just didn't like it. It just felt like an extra, I don't know. I felt like it made my head heavy and it just like threw off my balance or whatever. And I just never felt like I needed one. You know, I never took big falls or, uh, did anything like too crazy to justify wearing it. Like even though as stupid as that sounds, like I never felt like, um, it's not, you know, not going down a 20 set of stairs, you know, jumping down. So, um, but I had, I had to buy one of those too. Cause I was, I was skating on the base and then the base actually had a skate park. It was, <laughs> I don't know what year it was made. It was fucking all metal, pretty rusted. Uh, it wasn't bad. It was just metals, not bad. Like I've, I've skated a bunch of, um, skate parks that like the material, everything was made out of metal, but, uh, wood's definitely the best cement's pretty good. But uh, yeah, wood's definitely wood's definitely the best, and cement's after that, and then metal's not bad. But um, yeah, so I bought a I bought a board while I was in the Air Force. There was a skate park that I could take the bus to. It was like on the uh, so I was on a uh, like an annex base during tech school, and then there was the main base, and. Uh, so I'd have to take the bus to the main base and then I'd have to take another bus to get to the skate park because it was on the opposite side of the base from where I got off the bus. And, uh, and I had to wear my freaking helmet. And so I, w- I would go down there on the weekends uh, with, you know, the other dudes that skated or we would just skate out in the parking lot out of our dorms, you know. Uh, and we, you know, it kind of caught, caught the attention of other people. Like other people were like, oh shit, we could <laughs> like, no one knew that you could actually skate on base. Like they were like, oh, I thought that was frowned upon. So like a couple other dudes went and got boards or they had boards or their, uh, their parents shipped them boards or whatever. So it was pretty fun. Uh, met a lot of cool dudes doing that. And then I think I gave that board to someone when I, when I came back home, I think my buddy, I think I just gave it to him. I didn't even charge him for it. And it was just like, I, look, I can't, I got, I got like too much shit to take home. Uh, you just take this. And he's like, really? I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want it anymore. Um, I think I gave him my helmet too. It was kind of funny. He didn't even like this kid. Uh, this dude didn't need uh, Smith, my buddy Smith. He didn't really skate much. He did a little bit, but like he was not, um, I don't know. He was not like super into it. And he already, he had like bought a board earlier and I just gave him an extra one. Uh, I haven't seen him since I left. I hope he's doing well. He's a good dude. Um, and yeah, a bunch of other, bunch of other good dudes. 
Um, but yeah, that was kind of, that's kind of how skateboarding got to me. I, like, I'm so, I'm so mad. Cause I remember growing up, I was like, I'd see all these dudes that get older and they stop skating. And I'm like, man, I'm never going to be that fucking guy. Screw that. Like, I'm always, I'm going to do this forever. I love the shit. And you know, I st- <laughs> me, I don't know. Me having the board is just like me thinking that like, yeah, I still do it. You don't know. Like I, I still got it right there. As long as I have the board, I'm still a skater. And I, and I, like I said, I still try to go to get out at least once a year to do something. Like as long as I could still do something, still do a trick. It, it all, it's all worth it or it all, it's all okay. If I ever get to a point where I can't even do one trick, God, I hope I never get to that, to that day. Uh, I almost got a job teaching skateboarding one time. I forget the name of the company. It was, it was like early on. Um, it was, I was going to teach like beginning skateboarding, like class, uh, not classes, but like one-on-one lessons on like for the kids that like wanted to try it and their parents wanted to see if they had a knack for it or whatever, if they would continue it. It was like pretty affordable for, um, for people. I would just like, I don't know. I forget the name. It was like goskate.com or something like that. And I would just like go meet people at skate parks and like show them, show them the basics. Cause that was like what I could teach. Like, I, you know, obviously I'm not an advanced skateboarder, but, um, you know, I was decent, uh, decent enough. Um, wasn't a poser as some, some people would say, um, I didn't walk around with the skateboard and not know what the fuck I was doing. Um, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, I made a lot of great friends to my best friends. That's how I met them through skateboarding and um i love it i still like watching it uh if you if you're in for if you're looking for like a good laugh there's a uh eric costin has a youtube channel up i forget it's called the barracks i think something like that and he he goes around uh eric costin is a professional skateboarder very good skateboarder uh he goes around um you know he's he obviously got a lot of money and, you know, done this for so life. He's got like a bunch of gear in the back of his car. And, you know, like I said, kickflip is like the one trick everyone wants to see. Like if you ever, if you're ever skating and you go by people, they're like, Oh, do a kickflip. That's like the, that's like the number one thing. No one's ever like, you know, someone knows a a little bit about skateboarding if they ask you to do a different trick than the kickflip, but that's like the one trick everyone knows. Uh, so he got, he has a thing where he goes around and, um, he just, like, anytime you see someone, uh, he drives around his car. Anytime you see someone, like, with a skateboard, he's like, do a kickflip. And then if they do it, he, they get, he gives them gear or a free board or a t-shirt. Tony Hawk did it for him one time, which is pretty cool. Everyone's like, oh, my God, Tony Hawk, um, which is probably the same reaction I'd have. But, uh, yeah, skating's fun. I'm going to keep doing it for the small amount that I do do it. And uh, just, to, just to, you know, keep me going. But... Uh, Anyway, that's going to do it for today's episode, chapter 11. Can you do a kickflip? Is that what I called it earlier? I don't fucking know. Um, That's going to be the title of it. Anyway, uh, obviously, thank you for listening. Chapter 11. You guys made it this far. Keep going. I'm going to keep doing them as long as I can. And um, I'll see you guys next time. This here's a podcast about Danny Martin Not finishing the things that he started Kind of like writing the lyrics to this song 
Tragedy plus time equals Danny Martin. That's the title of this show. Now it's starting. Skiddly bop, 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 boo, bop, da bop, boo, ee, oo.